Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. There's a lot of myths when it comes to reducing a double chin. So what you can't do is spot to reduce fat. So we can't say, okay, so I've got fat in this area here. I'm going to do an exercise and burn the fat off that area. Same as we can't choose an area of our body, say our arm. It's okay, so I want to lose fat there, but I don't want to lose fat anywhere else. It doesn't work like that. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. A warm welcome back to this week's episode. So we have a really lovely, lovely episode this week. And I was actually the guest on the podcast. So I was on the Eternal Gold Beauty podcast and they interviewed me all about face yoga, how it works. And we talk also about the importance of posture, the importance of self-care. And I give some really lovely tips that I don't often give on the podcast. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. And it's nice for me to be the guest for a change, although I love, love being the host. I was thinking the other day how the podcast really is one of my absolute favourite things to do. And this is coming now to the end of 2021. I'm really thinking about 2022 and goals. And the podcast is something which I really, really want to keep just really improving, making better and better for you, you guys and just keep finding these amazing, guests that just give so much value to you, so much wisdom. So I'm really excited for all the podcast episodes for next year already. And before we dive into this week's episode, just a reminder about my Face Yoga and Chakra Masterclass. Now, you may remember a few weeks ago that I did this as a workshop, which was really popular. And I actually recorded this. So it is now available for you to purchase as a masterclass and it's yours to keep. So it's a two hour journey through the chakras, which are the main energy centers or wheels through the body. We journey through the seven main ones. And as we do, I talk you through face yoga moves, which relate to that chakra. So loads of lovely moves for lifting the face. I also share with you affirmations. I talk about crystals and essential oils which help with those chakras. I also read some lovely cards and poems to you. We do some really nice visualizations too. So just really excited that you can now have this in your hands. And once you 
book it. You will be sent the video. It is then yours to watch whenever you're ready. Some people have said that they want to watch it every single week and really have it as part of their routine. Other people have said they're going to watch it, enjoy it, sit down as though they're at a workshop and then you know they may do it now and again. So you have so many options about how you can use it. I know you're going to love it and I give loads of information in there, which again, I've never shared before. This doing face yoga with the chakras is something I've become hugely passionate about, particularly since doing my Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 training and just combining that with, of course, all my other trainings I've done over the years, back to my very, very first training as a professional relaxation therapist and obviously as a yoga teacher and so on. So combining the chakras and Reiki has been amazing. So just go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop and all the information is on there. So let's dive into this week's episode. Blessings, soul family. This is Stephanie, and you're listening to the Eternal Gold Beauty Show. And I'm so super excited because today I have Danielle Collins, the face yoga expert, with me. She's the world leading face yoga expert, and she's a best selling author. Uh, she's been featured in Times, Daily Mail, uh, Mary Claire, Vogue, and several other media streams. She's been sharing her scientifically proven techniques for over 17 years with millions of people worldwide. And Danielle is super passionate about holistic health and beauty, which resonates deeply with the Eternal Gold Beauty community. Uh, And so I'm so super excited to welcome her to our show and talk a little bit today about face yoga. What is face yoga? How did you learn about face yoga? And how can we integrate that with our daily routine to really work in synergy with our skincare? So Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're so happy you're here. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I've been following you, Danielle, for over a year now. I actually came across one of your YouTube episodes and that's how I started learning about you. And now I practice space yoga daily. Thanks to you. Um, I've managed to work it into my routine and you make it so, so super easy and just juicy. I, I, I love everything about it because when you're done, you just feel so good. So I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit first, Danielle, how you, how did you get into face yoga? Yeah. So my journey started 19 years ago. I was 21. I just left university. I'd done my degree in education. All my life I'd wanted to help people make a difference. And the only path I really knew how to do that was to become a teacher. I was always surrounded by teachers. My mum was a teacher. So I thought I would teach in schools. So I did my degree in education. But then I left university and became really unwell. So I got the virus glandular fever, which then led on to the illness of ME, which meant that I was very much bedridden and housebound for a good part of a year. Now, doctors said to me, 
there isn't a huge amount that we can do about this. We don't know much about this illness. You may just get over it in a few weeks or a few months, or you may have to live with this for the rest of your life. And I used to be someone who was quite stressed, very much perfectionist. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't into anything holistic or natural or healthy. And someone recommended to me that I try a little bit of yoga. Now, I'd never heard of yoga before, let alone done it. But I got a videotape of yoga. And because a lot of the time I was in bed because I was in so much pain through my body, I had such terrible fatigue. I could only do a little bit of gentle breathing techniques and some stretching in bed to start off with. But I remember so clearly doing that first deep breath, those first stretches and thinking, oh my goodness, maybe I can heal myself from this. And I then started to look into lots of other ways that I could heal from within. So meditation, relaxation, positive thinking, nutrition. And then I started to also call on experts who could help me. So I went to see a life coach, an acupuncturist, a massage therapist, and started to really put together a healing program to really get myself stronger and healthier. And within 18 months, I was stronger and healthier than I'd ever been in my life and happier as well. And I knew that I'd gone through that for a reason so I knew that of course all my life I wanted to help people make a difference but by going through this I knew exactly how I was meant to do that so I then took training in relaxation therapy I did training as a yoga teacher I went on to do training in nutrition face massage and over the years of course I've taken lots of other different trainings but I started to teach a lot of relaxation meditation and yoga classes Now, my clients, I was teaching very much locally around my area, and my clients were really enjoying my classes. They were feeling stronger and more toned in their body, more relaxed in their mind through the yoga techniques. But people were saying to me more and more, oh, Danielle, I wish you could do something for my face. Why can't I tone up my face like you helped me tone up my body? And the reason I say, you know, this was sort of 17 years ago is because 17 years ago, there wasn't the options out there that we have now when it comes to skincare, when it comes to the face. Of course, we know nowadays there are lots of different treatments, some of them more invasive, some of them more natural, but we have so much choice. 17 mm-hmm. years ago, just didn't have that choice really. So yeah. then so many women that were into natural and holistic healing and in yoga that wanted something else. And I remember when I trained as a yoga teacher, just thinking, oh my goodness, how crazy is it that we learn everything about the body? So from the neck downwards, we learn how to tone muscles, relax them, massage them, but nothing about the 57 muscles in the face, head and neck. And also when I did training in face massage, because I was always really interested in the face, as lovely as it was doing treatments on people, I wanted people to be able to do techniques on themselves really easily every day. So rather than waiting every two weeks or every four weeks to come for a facial massage treatment, just to be able to do that on themselves. So I started to do a lot of research into the face. So looking at ancient techniques, Eastern techniques, 
Techniques that have been used in traditional Chinese medicine, in Ayurveda, in Shiatsu for many thousands of years, but also looking into the science of the face, how our muscles are composed, how the skin is composed, how some muscles need strengthening, how some need relaxing. And I started to draw on that research as well as draw on my training and put together the Daniel Collins face yoga method, which I initially started teaching to my yoga and relaxation clients. So I used to teach little bits at the end of yoga classes. I'd make little CDs and people would be able to listen to the techniques and give me feedback and do before and after pictures. So really holding my techniques with my clients in those early days was so, so important. And I've been incredibly lucky over the last 16 to 17 years now be able to teach this worldwide I started teaching it nationally and then internationally and I love seeing what a difference it makes on people's faces but like you said as you introduced me it's how it makes you feel you know when you really feel good like when you do a YouTube video you feel better that's what I'm most passionate about helping people to really feel better Mm, it, it, you're so right. It it does. You know, when you really take that time, like you mentioned, to to connect with your breath, like that was that mind, body, spirit connection that you made. That's what started your journey. And so it's really such a deep experience. And really, I, I feel like when I practice face yoga, it's it's a way for me to get closer to myself and get, get to know myself even more, really kind of make that connection with the parts of my face or my skin that maybe I'm not so happy about, but knowing that I can make that change and that I'm not necessarily you know, a, a victim to whatever circumstances or whatever flaws I I may think I have, or if I if I call them a flaw, we actually talked about that in a podcast a couple couple weeks ago. Was are they really flaws, or are they? Uh, what can we learn from from these you know these things we see on the surface? So, why does it work so well in synergy with our skincare? It works beautifully with our skincare. First of all, you can actually do the both together. So it saves a lot of time. So if you're thinking, face yoga sounds great, I really want to do it, but I'm just not sure I've got the time, then do it whilst you do your skincare. Most of us do skincare either once a day or ideally twice a day. So therefore you can add some really simple massage techniques while you're using your products. One of the ones which I really love is just using all the fingertips and just tapping over the face which works beautifully and what that does is it just helps the products get deeper into the skin mm. but you're also helping to boost the circulation so you're bringing all the fresh blood and nutrients and oxygen up to the skin surface so you're feeding the skin you're nourishing the skin you're giving it a really lovely glow also as you add massage with your skincare you're aiding the lymphatic drainage as well so you're getting that natural detoxification so the lymphatic system i always say needs a helping hand so it needs that movement, that massage, that breath work. So using that alongside your skincare works beautifully as well. But we all know taking a little bit of time for skincare really helps us to feel good, not only look good. And that's, again, the exact same thing with face yoga. So yes, we're working with strengthening the muscles under the skin. We're working with the massage to help the glowing skin. We're pressing acupressure points, which is really helping with that energy or that chi or 
feel that prana and really helping with lots of wellness um, issues as well. So perhaps things like jaw techniques or sinus issues or headaches or stress. We're working with relaxing tension. So yes, we're doing all these things, but what we're also doing is by touching our own faces, we're nurturing ourselves. And as soon as we nurture ourselves, we're sending that message to ourselves that we care about ourselves. So it's really self-care in its purest form. And if we can then take that self-care to a little bit of self-gratitude as well. So as we do that, we're thankful for our skin, we're thankful for our face, for everything it does for us. We're thankful for the skincare. We're thankful for this time that gratitude can really help and then what that then takes us on to which is something which can be really tricky for most of us is the self-love so actually then how can we really learn to love ourselves from the inside out and most of us when we look in the mirror the first thing which we do is we criticize we go straight to that one thing which we don't like or we perceive to be a flaw or we perceive to be wrong with us and that critical mm-hmm voice comes in and what we tend to do is we tend to build up a narrative and that narrative we then believe is reality so we've convinced ourselves that there is something wrong with us or something wrong with our face or the way it moves or a line or a pimple or spot or whatever it might be but actually it is just a created narrative so what I really love doing to really help boost that self-love is start to use affirmations so this is not about just saying okay get rid of every negative thought because actually we're human beings we're going to have negative thoughts in fact we have 80,000 thoughts a day and about 80% of those are negative so actually it's quite yeah. hard to bring up those positive thoughts we have to be quite conscious about that but what I really love doing is trying to use affirmations so when you do look in the mirror and you do find that that little critical voice comes in first of all, become aware. Awareness is so, so important. So even if you go, okay, there it is. There's that narrative. There's that thought. Don't try and fight it or analyze it. Don't give it too much energy. Just say, oh, hello, there you are. And then bring in an affirmation. So affirmations I love are ones that start with I am, you say it in the present moment. Mm-hmm. So a really simple one can be, I am happy and healthy, or I am beautiful inside and out, or I am glowing today. They're great. But you can also bring ones together that really suit you and even connect them to what's going on with that negative thought. So say you always look in the mirror and your first thought is, I'm tired. I look tired. I always look tired. I always look haggard. I always look like I haven't had enough sleep. Maybe that's the narrative that you've created. Maybe your affirmation is, I am energized. My face is full of vitality. Those sort of affirmations can really work. But however long you've done affirmations, you really do need to just almost make yourself do them. They're very, mm-hmm. very unusual for them to come naturally. So what I really recommend is actually having a little time each day where you know you say your affirmations and making it a habit. So maybe it's first thing in the morning, as soon as you look in the mirror, you have those affirmations, you say it three times. Maybe you do it at the end of the day when you do your skincare again, you say your affirmations three times. You always have to make a conscious effort to do them. It's very difficult for us just to naturally feel positive all the time time. We have to take those positive steps. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. Everything you said resonates so deeply with us. And we talk about I am statements all the time. Uh, We're all about reprogramming ourselves to reprogram our life. And that's a big 
part of what we're all about is telling yourselves what to do. And I am statements, the awareness piece. I love how you mentioned that because awareness is, is definitely key. And I think there are so many things, uh, you know, on our face that we, we forget about. Like you said, like there's certain parts that need to relax. There's certain parts that need more circulation. There's certain parts that need more toning and massage, but we forget about that. And so just becoming aware of those pieces is really going to help us make that connection. And that's when we start making those I am statements and making the decision and the choice to turn our negative statements into positive statements. So everything you said just resonated so deeply. I love everything, <laughs> everything about that. And yeah, that's that's one thing that really drew me to you was when I finally made that connection with, oh yeah, I I because I'm a yoga teacher also, and I I work out my body, I tone my body, but I'm forgetting about the muscles on my face and, and don't the muscles on your face have, don't you have more muscles on your face or, or around your mouth than any other part of your body? Is that true? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of rumors when it comes to the face and more than <laughs> the, parts of the body. But the answer is we do have a lot of condensed, quite small muscles in quite a small area in the face. So in yeah. the face, the head, the tongue, the ears and the neck, there's 57 muscles, which is a lot in quite a small area, um, which I always mm-hmm. think is quite good news because it takes a lot less time to tone a muscle in the face than perhaps it does for one in the body, like a, a bicep muscle or a thigh muscle or a glute muscle. For sure. So just having that awareness and remembering, you know, remember your face and the muscles in your face and remember to give ourselves a little bit more love because our face is the first thing that we look at in the morning. Um, and and like you mentioned, just taking that time to just connect with our our flaws and if we perceive them as flaws and how can we really turn those around and take control and take responsibility and take charge for those parts of us because we have we have the ability and the power to change that naturally and holistically and i think you know the power of our self talk and the self love is uh, a very very big piece and that's something we talk about a lot uh, in in our communities so i'm so glad that you that you mentioned all that so danielle what is one technique that you find you teach often what is one flaw or perceived flaw that you would say most people have concerns with on their face? So something which I'm asked about a lot is the neck area, and particularly the double chin area. Now, there's a lot of myths when it comes to reducing a double chin. So what you can't do is spot to reduce fat. So we can't say, okay, so I've got fat in this area here. I'm going to do an exercise and burn the fat off that area. Same as we can't choose an area of our body, say our arm. And say, okay, so I want to lose fat there, but I don't want to lose fat anywhere else. It doesn't work like that. Mm. So do you have excess fat around this area? 
first of all, it's just deciding, is it about general weight loss and healthy, balanced eating to reduce weight overall? Is that going to help me? Because you can't just exercise and burn up the fat this area, but perhaps keep fat on other parts of the body. What you can do, though, is you can tone muscle in that area and you can reduce any fluid buildup or any bloating in that area. And you can really improve posture as well. So when it comes to the double chin, I really recommend doing some toning exercises. So there's a great one where you gently tilt the head back, you bring the lips together, you bring the tip of the tongue up and down towards the roof of the mouth about a rate of one per second. You may recognize this one if you watch my YouTube channel regularly. And it's really lovely do that for about one minute per day. So that's toning that area. So that's the first thing you want to do. The second thing you want to do for the neck and, and any issues with double chin is do massage. So you can just simply take index finger and middle finger and you can just work along the jawline, working upwards and just starting to get everything moving, getting that energy moving, that prana or that chi and also just helping any stagnant energy, any fluid buildup just to be drained from that area so massage is number two and the third thing you want to do to tone up a double chin is work with posture so a big reason that we can often get that fluid buildup or that bloating in that area or maybe even accumulation of fat in that area maybe we haven't got accumulation of fat in other areas but we notice it a lot there it's because of this forward posture that we tend to all often do and it's so easy to get into the habit of doing that I even noticed that my nine-year-old has started to do that mm-hmm. a little bit because they spend so much time at school just hunching forward or on screens or laptops and as adults we're using things like phones a lot uh, maybe yeah maybe we're working at desk for long long periods of time maybe eight hours maybe 10 hours a day and what this does is it affects our posture and obviously when our posture is affected this can affect so many areas of our health and wellness but if we're talking about just the neck area aesthetically it can mean that we get horizontal lines around the neck area it can mean that we notice we get more of a double chin we can even start to tense the lower part of the face and create lines and jowls around the lower face so actually and even if you're listening to this at home now if you're sat down just ground both your feet on the floor and then lengthen up through your spine so almost imagine a string going through the center of your body through the top of your head and pulling you up to the ceiling and see see how far you can really lengthen up then just bring your shoulders forward a bit and then back a bit just do that a few times just notice that range of motion you have there and then settle yourself in a nice neutral central position drop those shoulders away from the ears because most likely they're further up towards the ears than they should be just bring your hands down onto your lap palms up or palms down whichever intuitively feels good for you simply close your eyes for a moment and take a deep breath in through the nose let your abdomen rise and then take a deep breath out through the nose let your abdomen lower and we just do that one more time we breathe in for about a count of four and then we breathe out for about a count of six And then straight away from doing that, we've not only calmed down our central nervous system, we've improved the strength of our back, we've improved our sitting posture, we've also helped ourselves aesthetically for the lower face as well. 
Wow, I love that. And it's it's so interesting just to notice those little things about our posture that we're very unconscious of. It really brings a whole new meaning to the term chin up. <laughs> and I I that was the first thing I thought when I when I first started learning about um, how important posture is through you. I I noticed myself catching myself more when I was leaning forward or on my cell phone. Even sitting down watching a show or a movie, I would be more conscious of how I was holding my head (laughs) and my shoulders. So um, I'm so grateful for learning that from you because clearly posture is a very big factor in a lot of, you know, health uh, issues that people are facing today. So uh, that's a very important piece and probably the first thing that we all need to work on when we're starting to take the holistic and natural path uh, towards better health. So Danielle, uh, time's about up now, but I'm so happy that we got to have this conversation with you today. And before we go, I really want our listeners to uh, know where they can reach you or find out more about you or purchase one of your books. So please share with us what's the best way to get in touch with you. The best way to get in touch with me is go to faceyogaexpert.com and on there you've got all the information about my courses, my teacher training certification, my books, my apps, my DVDs, everything is on there, skincare, face tools, everything you need. So faceyogaexpert.com. Perfect. Yes. And Danielle is a a teacher trainer as well. So for anyone that's interested in uh, learning face yoga to teach it and share it with others, definitely visit her website so you can learn more. Uh, Danielle, we've, we've enjoyed every minute of this. Thank you so much. And if you would like to learn more about Eternal Gold Beauty, please feel free to visit www.eternalgoldbeauty.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Namaste. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.